What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the PicSwap Media YouTube channel. My name is Sean Bernard, as usual, and I'm excited to announce that for this video, we have partnered with WAP.com, W-H-O-P.com. WAP is an all-in-one marketplace for sports communities and other digital products. If you're looking to find communities on all things sports, sports capping, sports betting, and sports fandom, head to WAP.com slash sports. They're the all-in-one digital marketplace, the Amazon of the future for digital products. I'm incredibly proud and excited to be partnering, so make sure to go check that out. You can click the link in our description and our comments. Thank you to WAP for sponsoring this video. And thank you to you guys for tuning in. Hello again. Welcome back to the Flying Style Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Mitchell, back with my co-host, Stephen Masley. What's up, boys and girls? Happy end of the season. Yes, sir. It is officially the end of the season, and the Eagles have ended the season uh, with the NFL's best record at 14-3, and being the one seed in the NFC, meaning that all games must run through Philadelphia. So, yeah. Not a whole lot to get into this week because obviously we have a bye week this week, but we're going to, you know, talk about some of the uh, season performances from our players, uh, what to expect going into the playoffs and, um, you know, some of our accolades from this year. So, Masley, let's start by just asking you, um, how did you feel, you know, about this season? I felt fantastic Um, through and through. I know we had a rocky end to the season, but it was – it was more than I could ever hope for, more than I could ever think we were going to do. Um, some There was some ups and downs with coaching, and that's the only, that's the only concern I pretty much have. Um, our personnel is just the best in the league, and there's no comparison to it. Um, we we got the one seed. We got to buy. Um, being at that game on Sunday, I there was no one cared that we, we beat them by just one score. Um, we were always going to win that game, and, and securing it and seeing it happen was just—it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal feeling, and I just—I couldn't be more happy with where, we, what position we put ourselves in, and going forward that we're going to be able to, like, have have the run to the link. Like, let's go, baby! Fire me up! I'm hype. Yeah, me too, man. You know, when I when I made my score, my not my score, my um my schedule prediction at the beginning of the year, and said the Eagles were going to go 13 and four. I thought I was being majorly um, optimistic, obviously. Um, hard to expect a season like we've had this year. But based on, you know, everything that we had, all the teams we were playing, um, I really I really had faith this team was capable of doing it. And I'm glad that they proved me right. And, uh, you know, they just they, – they really – and beyond that, they've far, far exceeded my expectations. Um, if we get into, you know, some of the accolades they put up this year um, – you know, AJ Brown broke the Eagles' single-season franchise receiving record with 1,496 yards on the season. Devontae Smith set the franchise single-season reception record with 95 receptions. The team set this uh, franchise record single-season total touchdowns with 59 total touchdowns. The franchise single-season sack record with 70 sacks. Only. I think three away from the uh, all-time record. 
I think it was five. If I don't think we got – did we technically get one last game? Cause I think I so. Think. I thought we had one or two. We but I, I'm um, – If they counted the sacks, they weren't clear sacks. Yeah. But either way. Either way, it's incredibly impressive. Uh, we also had uh, first NFL team ever to have four players with double-digit sacks in a season with Javon Hargrave, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, and Hassan Reddick. So our D-line has been impeccable. Um, obviously, we had a franchise record 14 wins. And we also set a uh, franchise single-season record for rushing touchdowns with 32. So, I mean, the resume speaks for itself. That's an incredible, incredible year from everybody. And, you know, we had 16 of our 22 starters nominated for All-Pro Honors. That's – it's insanity that, you know, they've – you know, Howie, you got to give Howie his props for making all season moves, uh, putting the pieces around Jalen Hurts that we needed to give him the extra step, which was clearly taken. And, you know, everybody, everybody fed off the energy that was going on in, in the locker room. You know, everybody, everybody was eating, literally. And it just, you know, everybody, ate. it was, you know, it was a, it was a win-win for everyone and everything really went well. Um, obviously, like we said, they, had a little bit of a rocky end of the season, but with obvious reasons for that, um, you know, backup quarterback for, for two of those games and Jalen Hurts, you know, still not fully healthy, as the report said today, um, which is a little bit scary. Uh, we'll have to get into that a little bit. But, you know, it's it's a really, really impressive year. And I got to give my props to Howie, give my props to the players and, you know, Going into these playoffs, this is this is their season to win and their season to lose. So the, you know the only team that can beat the Eagles are themselves. So it's or at least that's how they at least that's what they've proven up to this point. So, no, our, it's yeah. it's fantastic, and I don't I don't understand why like the media has us as not even power rank number one, and like any any anyone you go to won't us have us as the best team in NFL right now. It just it just egregious just to the point. I know like. The Chiefs had done it before. I know, like, everyone likes to see this flashy Bills team. And it just makes me angry, honestly. Like, it just – I mean, I love it because there's no expectations, but everyone thinks the Niners are better than us somehow. Um, this is an historic team. And I think – I'm hoping, looking back at it, that everyone's like, yeah, how do we not see that? But we see it now. We see it proud. And this is an historic team. Just – up and down our roster is there's not really a, a single hole that you can find of like like mediocrity. Even even you can say our safeties, Chauncey Chauncey's tied for the interception uh, title this year. Um, like I, I just I know we have a, a couple weak points, but like not everyone could be an all pro. But like when you say sixteen to twenty two starters are an all pro nominee, it just it's just how how can you, how can you even question that they're the best team? Like there's no, I haven't seen a team exactly. like this in forever. Exactly. And there's a few guys left off that list that I felt like could have been, could have been on there as well. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, I've watched football for my entire life. Um, you know, as long as I ha I've been able to, and I can't say I've ever seen a team this well put together through and through. And I've never seen a team put 16 of their 22 starters into all pro nominations before. And it's something, you know, it's 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 incredible to watch, but you gotta consider that, you know, nobody likes Philly. <laughs> never have, never Good. will. We're not Good. the media's team. We never have been. Good. Um and yeah, we like it that way. We always have. We like we like the underdog story, you know. We we 
it's the same thing as last as the last time we went into the playoffs in, in 2017 when we won the Super Bowl. You know, we go in with the best record, the number one seed, and somehow we're underdogs in every game. And somehow they're gonna find a way to do that to us again. I, I almost guarantee it. I just, I just don't, I can't understand it. Just honestly, I just, from like even a football perspective, the only, the only reason people have is just recency bias, honestly. And the recency, recency bias bi- and, and the fact that Jalen Hurts is, as it came out that he is not playing 100% healthy. He's freaking fine. I, I agree. But being someone that's had shoulder injuries, let alone someone that has to throw the ball as often and as hard as Jalen Hurts does, I'm sure it's, at, I almost guarantee you, it's not going to feel good for the rest of the playoffs. He is not going to be 100% healthy at any point. I almost guarantee that. Hey, I just don't think it matters. I don't I don't think he cares. I don't either. I don't, I don't think either. he cares at all. It's the best part. That's the only part that matters. If exactly. he can go through the pain and still and still and not have it impact his game uh, from a physical standpoint or just like executing play standpoint, like it should he it's he he'll go through any pain. That man, I love that he's our leader because he's he's the best. He's he's had the best mentality on the team by far. And it's I know a lot of I know Brandon Graham's a dog, and he's going to have the same mentality in the playoffs. And I know he's had it all year too, but it's just like I never seen a mentality of a quarterback being so just like straight. Like we're not we didn't win anything. We didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. It's fantastic, and he's just straight facing always focused always focused and it's great to see i love it yeah exactly you know he he's he's proving that he's been there and done that you know uh, when he was at alabama you know he went undefeated and they ended up losing the championship and he likes to point that out all the time he's like doesn't matter how good we play during the regular season it's all about that chip at the end that's the only thing that matters in in the end game and you know as great as it is that they played this well and i want to point out that to you know all the the philly uh pessimists out there that are all worried about the last few games. We went 14 and one with Jalen Hurts this year. Yep. 14 and one. How much more can you ask for from, from somebody, you know, what, like you, like, do you want a perfect season? Is that the only thing that's going to satisfy you guys? You know, like it doesn't matter how close or how far, you know, how big of a margin or how small a win is a win regardless. And sometimes, depending on the gameplay and the game style and the flow, that's going to change. It's going to be different with each game, you know. And just because we play, you know, a little poorly sometimes, at, at, you know, on either side of the ball, it does not mean that we're not going to win that game. At no point in the season, you know, aside from, you know, the games that we obviously lost, did I feel like, crap, I'm I'm scared. Like, you know, there's we got something to worry about with this team. Obviously, they have their problems. They're not going to – it's not a perfect season. And, and, and that doesn't happen. It's happened once, and it hasn't happened again. And that was in a completely different era of football. It's – we played about as near perfect as we possibly could have, especially after you just heard me list off all the accolades we put up this year. Like, how much more can we possibly ask for? And one more accolade I want to throw out there is that I'm pretty sure this is the first time in franchise history that we had – a running back and both receivers uh, put up over a thousand yards from scrimmage. It's amazing. It it's is fantastic. Not we never we don't have a thousand yard receivers. Uh, the last one I can remember personally is Jerry Macklin, and that was forever ago. And now we have two. Like it's it's awesome to see. And well, the last person was Devontae Smith last year, but aside from that, it was Macklin. Did he get a thousand? Oh, my bad. But either way, 
I guess he did 17, but it's all as asterisks. But now they all got on 16. Either way, I just want to point out that we're in the best. We're in, like people want to talk about our competition. We're in the best division in the league. Like it's not close. Like through and through, we have three playoff teams. The uh, Washington was a borderline playoff team. <clears throat> Jeez, people want to talk about like <laughs> you're just like looking at the schedule. I'm gonna like throw up the freaking whatever. Um. You see, like, the Jaguars, even at the beginning of the season, close games. They're a playoff team. <coughs> the Lions, they're, they're a borderline playoff team, and everyone thinks they're great now. It's <laughs> it's just the fact that, like, these teams that, like, the beginning of the season that made it, like, look bad, like, that people, like, are crapping on us for beating them. And then at the end of the season, like, no one else could beat them. Like, the end of the season so strong, and they're the same team. Like, I just don't – I will never – I mean, I want to look it up or adjust it or adjusted season like strength was, but um, it can't, it, it's not blast in the league. I could tell you that for sure. And all in all, I just, I, I just don't see any team that we don't match up with fantastically. And. Well, Hey man, I mean, I could, I could run us through it right now. You know, we played Detroit over 500. We played Minnesota over 500. Washington was close to 500. Um, Jacksonville over 500, Arizona under, um, Dallas over 500, Pittsburgh over 500, Houston under, Washington under, Indianapolis under, Green Bay was 500, uh, Tennessee was over 500, New York was over 500, Chicago was not, Dallas was over, New Orleans was not, and New York was over. So clearly the majority of the season we played teams over 500. And I'm not saying we played the hardest schedule in the league overall but it's it's just like the fact that people just just crap on a scene for that i just don't know like you just said i don't know what will make anybody happy i just i I don't understand especially media people i know you say they hate us but it just doesn't make sense why you No, it really doesn't trust me i I, as much as i try to defend it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense they never talk about it it doesn't matter I, in the begin in the middle of the year, I, I wanted to say like, oh, we're just doing so good; they don't have a lot to talk about. But then they went on to talk about the 49ers and how great they were doing, and I was like, all right, so why aren't we talking about the Eagles then? I, I and don't, I, I don't. it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I really don't understand why they're not getting the credit they deserve. And I told you this in the beginning of the year, and I still stand by it. By the time this season ends, they will have the credit they deserve. People will see. They should. They they will, and they won't. They will never admit it until we until we fully do it. Either this is the best part, and I don't care, and I really don't care. I know the song. No one likes us. We don't care because we're Philly, effing Philly. But like, I really cannot care less because I love it. Because we don't have any expectations. Oh, the Chiefs are gonna go run it back. Oh, the Bills probably got it now. The Niners are like a way better defense. What did you like? What? I just don't. I don't. I will never understand it. And I don't care either. I have to not care because apparently they don't care. So I can't care. I know it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. You know, everybody's talking about how good Michael Parsons has been this year. They don't like to talk about more sacks. sacks, more sacks, more tackles, more forced fumbles. <sighs> you know, the list can go on and on. Uh, they like to talk about you know Aaron Donald. You know, he he made the uh, NFLPA's first team All Pro. Uh, Javon Hargrave hasn't beaten every stat, statistics, like you know, sacks, tackles, um, tackles for losses, everything. Um, and on top of that, Hargrave didn't even make the Pro Bowl. You know, um, he was a reserve, but he he didn't officially make the Pro Bowl. And 
it just goes to show like you know the media it just isn't for whatever reason just isn't giving the eagles the credit they deserve hey it's all right we don't need any credit because all we want is one thing and one thing only that is a super bowl yes sir but we we have we have to focus on we don't have to focus this week but we do have to lock in for the next matchups what do you see going down? I guess we're half getting into our picks slash talking about the playoffs. We can just like have a conversation about it. What do you see happening in this first round of the wild card round? What do you see? What do you want to see happen? Do you want to see us play like a Seattle? Are you just, are you, should I be cheering for that? Or like, what do you, what do you want to see happen? Do you want to see the be- best opponent possible or what? No, I do not want to play a Seattle because a Seattle holds a lot of power. Because if Seattle walks into San Francisco and beats them in the wild card round, they hold a lot of momentum behind their sails. And that is not, it's honestly not something that I, that I'd like to see, you know, coming into a, you know, a well-rested Eagles team because as good as well-rested is well-rested also leaves you with a little bit of rust sometimes. And I hope that won't be the case, you know, it's playoffs. Uh, it really shouldn't be, but you know, it is something to, to be concerned about. Um, you know, we have a chance to play any of, um, you know, any of the teams between Dallas and Tampa Bay, New York, Minnesota, and Seattle, San Francisco. Um, obviously, that's a big pool. That's all the games. Um, but, you know, uh, I don't like to say this, but mm, I'm not scared of any of the teams in the NFC. I'm just not. Uh, there's something to be said about every team that that we could play against. You know, uh, we've already thrashed the, the Vikings, and I think that they've proven throughout the year that they're just not that top tier caliber team. They're just they're a high production team that plays an average game. Um, the Giants are a little bit of a wild card. You really never know when you're getting you know an All Pro outing from them or um, you know a bottom tier league. Um, Giants team they're a little bit iffy um, I really I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lost on them I kind of have been all year I'm not sure how they are to be honest but you know we've beaten them twice this year at no point have they scared me um, the Cowboys uh, the way I look at it you know our second game when we played them we put up you know 35 points with our backup quarterback and he had four turnovers on the game you take away two of those with Jalen Hurts in the game. It, it's a seven to fourteen point differential. Uh, I don't think that the Cowboys are better than us on on any side of the ball. And the 49ers, you know, are a very very good team through and through. But you do have to consider that they're using Mister Irrelevant at quarterback. As great as his, as he's been playing, I actually love the guy. It's a cool story, and I like I I, I love him as a player and person. However. It's Mr. Irrelevant's first time in the playoffs. You just don't know how he's going to play. He might get flustered. And to, in my eyes, I wouldn't be surprised to see them lose to the Seahawks in the first round. But, um, they, like I said, they do have a much better team, and they are the scariest team in the NFC if they play the way they're supposed to. Uh, the only thing I'm banking that off of is Brock Purdy and, and his ability to you know overcome adversity and play under pressure because we haven't seen it yet. That's very true. Um, he's played in a very comfortable setting all uh, since he's come into the, into the game, you know, uh, coming in as a third string quarterback, no expectations. And then he exceeds them. Uh, you know, 
the team has been playing very well. They they went uh, I think nine and one with him. I forget exactly. I don't know if he. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if he did either. Um, but you know, they they definitely rally around him, and this and and like and the story of him being you know uh, overcoming the odds. So they are the scariest team in the NFC. Um, and you know it's. But like I said, I think there's just some there's a there's a there's a point to be made for each team and why I'm not scared of them. There's very little that I look at and try to point out a reason that I am scared of them for. All right, so let's go through your NFC picks right now for uh, this week. All right, so for my NFC picks, I'm going to start with the Seahawks Niners, and I'm going to be taking the Seahawks plus nine and a half. Uh, as I explained, um, they're coming in hot already. Um, they barely, uh, you know, scratched their way into the playoffs. Um, they just, you know, they look calm, cool, collected. They don't look worried. Um, they're going to play their game. And I just think that they can at the very least cover the spread, if not take this game out. Right. I agree. For my, for my second pick, I'm going to be uh, taking the Vikings minus three versus the giants. Uh, we've talked about how weird both of those teams can be. But my bottom line point to this is that the Vikings just have more talent on their team uh, through and through. And I just think that, um, you know, game manager Kirk Cousins is going to push them past the Giants. And then lastly, I'm going to be taking, as uh, much as I regret to say it, I'm going to be taking the Cowboys minus two and a half versus the Bucks. I do think this is going to be a close game. And I'm not a hundred, I'm not, I, w- I would never say a hundred percent sure on anything, but I'm, very close to 50-50 on this game because not only is it Tom Brady playing in the playoffs, but Dak Prescott throws a damn lot of interceptions. And yeah. that's a game it's a game killer. And you just don't know how it's going to affect the game when it's being played. It depends on so many different factors. But you know, he's he's averaging like two two interceptions a game. You know, it's it, it it could definitely really hurt you against San Francisco. I'm mean, not San Francisco against uh, Tampa Bay, but uh, bottom line, I do think that the Cowboys have been a better team this year, and I think that um, the Bucks just have not been. They really haven't. I have to agree on the first two. I'm gonna go recap real quick. Seattle, Brock Purdy hasn't thrown over 250 yards except for one game um, in his 10 games, and um, Vikings same points. The only reason I'm taking the Bucks, honestly, is just because I want Dallas to choke. Um, they they seem to be they seem to be put in this position almost every year where they're destined to do it. They're they're right on the cusp. Um, should they be able to do it? Yes, they should. They should be able to win this game. Um, however, I think I think Tampa Bay does have some good pieces on defense, and I think if if Mike if Mike Evans and Tom Brady connections can start getting clicking, their offense they don't have bad personnel. It's more just the fact that this haven't been clicking all year and they haven't been able to put up a lot of points. Um, if it were to go just how it is on paper, I, I see Dallas. Dallas should be able to smoke them. But since it's I can't pick Dallas ever, and it's also the first week of the playoffs, that, I'm going with the Bucs. Uh, I don't blame you for that pick at all. Um, you know, I, I like your reasoning. And on top of that, you know, they do have a very talented team, but my – my point back to that is what you said, you know, all year they haven't put it together. And I feel like it'd be pretty, pretty crazy to watch them just throw it all together in the playoffs. But 
um, they're definitely capable. They they are they're not very far off from the team that won the Super Bowl in terms of personnel. Yeah, and uh, you know they definitely have a chance. But and you 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 can absolutely never count out Tom Brady, of course. All right, run but, down run, run down your AFC then. Let's see. I know we don't have to worry about that too much at the moment because I mean, but it's gonna be entertaining for sure. There's a lot of def- definite close close games um, that are to come. So. Yeah, absolutely. Think, yeah. Who? I guess should we make a prediction now? Who's going to come out? I guess we should do that at the end. Really uh, yeah. We'll 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 finish that at the end. All right. Um, I'll just run through my picks real quick. I'm not going to give a whole lot of detail behind it. Um, but uh, to start, I'm going to be going Jaguars plus two and a half versus the Chargers. Uh, I think that they are just they're just a hot team, and I've never I just haven't really liked the Chargers this year. Um, Bills. I'm going to be going Bills minus uh, thirteen versus the Dolphins. I think that's self-explanatory. They're playing with the third-string quarterback. Um, and then for my last pick, I'm going to be going Bengals minus nine and a half versus the Ravens. Once again, playing against a backup quarterback. And, um, well, not 100%, but most likely. And the Bengals are hot. Uh, the Bengals are another team I'm scared of out of the AFC, you know. So they're they're definitely a good team, and they're probably playing really pissed off by the fact that they, you know, had to settle for – these you know weird playoff circumstances um basically being forced entirely onto them rather than everybody else in the AFC playoffs yeah no um i mean i disagree with every one of your picks for some reason but <laughs> um so chargers chargers are a better team overall in my opinion i i i think they're idiots nathaniel hackett's an idiot not nathaniel hackett that's the broncos coach however their coach is an idiot for playing he got bosa hurt basically and mike williams hurt during the last game of the season, that didn't matter, and they couldn't reseed at all. I think they're a better team overall, and I think Herbert. Um, I think Dougie P's only the first year that, he, that he's coached and has gotten the playoffs is fantastic, but I think they have a lot, a couple more holes on defense than the Chargers do, even with them being unhealthy. Um, Dolphins, 13. I'm just taking those points just to hope the defense plays decently well. Um I don't see I, – I can – I just hope in Mike McDaniels or something with Tyree Kill gets him involved, gets the run game going. That's all I can hope for, and just to cover the number, not winning that game. Um, and then similar similar story here with uh, the Ravens and Bengals. Um, I'm taking nine and a half. I'm not taking this because I think it's – because I think the Ravens are going to win. I just think that it's too big of a line, and I think that that Harbaugh has, has stuff up his sleeve where – and their defense is getting healthy at the right time. I think if you play a team three times, um, it's going it, to – they had one close game earlier in the year, but that was obviously a little more. But I think their defense can step up, and I think it can be a touchdown game-ish. But the, I think the Bengals win either way. Yeah, well, I guess we're going to have to see. We're going to have to be keeping track of our uh, of our picks going into the AFC games because uh, uh, at the end of the regular season um, – let's talk about our records real quick. I finished um, the regular season 27, 32, and three on my picks. And Masley finished 22, 37, and three. That's not good. So I'm officially, as of now, five games ahead of Masley in his race to shave his head. Um, however, I'm going to put a clause in the contract that if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, Masley will not have to shave his head if it were to come down to it. Wow, what a guy, guys! This is my this is my co-host right here. He's he's giving me he's giving me all all hope. Or if it all falls apart, I'm going to shave my head anyway. And I'm, I'm just a generous guy, man. Generous I mean, guy. you I know me so well. 
That, I mean, it's just a cherry on top if the Eagles were to win a Super Bowl. But, hey, we never know. I could come back and he's picked. Hey, you absolutely can. We got six know. games. We got six games on the board right now. You know, maybe you maybe you take a six point swing. Who knows? Um, it'd be crazy. But um, all right. So right now, Super Bowl predictions and NFC. Uh, let's do NFC chip predictions and uh, Super Bowl predictions. Who do you see in the NFC AFC chip, <clears throat> and then who do you see in the Super Bowl slash winning? Truthfully, I do think that the NFC chip <clears throat> is going to turn out to be the Eagles and the Cowboys. Wow. I do. I'd expect um, that one. Yeah, so that's my that's my pick for the championship. And wait, on the other wait, side, wait, 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 they, that can't ha- uh, can happen. It can happen. It can happen. Can happen. You're right. Um, Based off your picks, though. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I, I could be wrong on that, but uh, bracket. But all right. Wow. Um, interesting. Well, no, not necessarily. If the Cowboys beat the Bucks and uh, the Seahawks beat the 49ers, and then they could still meet up in the championship. Well, no, that's what I mean. Or if the Giants win, either way. They could, they yeah. could all meet up. No, it's not but, like a bold take. I just, I was just looking just based off. I didn't gotcha, think you gotcha. thought it. Yeah. But um, go ahead. Keep going. I'm not putting a lot of, a lot of thought behind this. You know, I just, th- th- that's just my gut feeling. And on the other side, uh, I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs and the Bengals. Chiefs, Bengals. Bills don't get there. I, do, I guess the, well, I'm going to have to agree with you on one thing, and that's going to be just the Eagles. Um, <laughs> I think they're going to be an NFC chip, and I think it's going to—it's annoying to say, but I think I don't want to chalk, but it's, I think it's going to be the Niners. I just think that their team—I don't believe in Brock Purdy at all. I just think he just—they just—they just have an easier type schedule where they play—they maybe play Minnesota um, the next their next week and get past the Seahawks and just have an easy road there, kind of. Um, that's how I think it ends up. And then on the AFC side, I think it's, it's so hard to say. Um, I think, I mean, it's, I'm just going straight chalk. Honestly, it's kind of, it's kind of annoying. Not, not like, I don't think every game is going to be chalk, but I think it's going to be Bill's chiefs. Um, I think the Bengals do have, it's going to be a crazy game. I just think the bills have up their D line a little bit. I think their defense is pretty solid through and through. And I think they have a little bit better defense along with their great offense in order to make it there. I will not. I will not doubt that, and I will not deny that. I think that the Bills have a more complete team than the Bengals. I just have a. I just have a funky feeling that they're gonna. You know. Um, you know what? Actually, there's a part of me that, that isn't considering the fact that you know they do have a lot of momentum, especially after finding out that Demar Hamlin is okay and he just got released from the hospital, and you know obviously they had that first play touchdown kick return that was absolutely incredible, uh, awesome moment. And they're playing with a they're playing with a lot of emotion right now, and that is something to consider. Um, I just think that I, as much as I love Josh Allen and know how talented he is, I don't think that he has it all up here yet. Um, I think he still has a little bit to learn um, in terms of how he needs to take his game to the next level. I just think that they've you know throughout watching them throughout this year, the games that they lost, they lost in a weirdly poor fashion. And I just have a weird gut feeling they could do the same in the playoffs. But, um, yeah, that's my that's my only point there. But so who's, who's your Super Bowl matchup? My Super Bowl matchup is going to be the Eagles and the Chiefs this year. And I'm not even going to go ahead and say a prediction winner because obviously, yeah, um, obviously, I want the Eagles to win. But I honestly do not know. I have no idea. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Eagles Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I'm going with 
what I want to be the matchup in the Super Bowl. And I think it's going to be Bills, uh, Eagles. I think they're the two most complete teams. Full if you just look at their complete roster. Um, Agreed. I honestly, I know that Andy Reid's probably one top three coach in the league, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs were to be there. Um, I just think the Bills had the best roster there out there, and I think Sean McDermott's a good coach. Um, I I understand what you're saying by Josh Allen's flaws and the red zone picks and everything, and I think I think it just gets it's getting talked about a little too much. To the point where I think he's gonna he's gonna be focusing more on I don't like obviously you never want to throw a pick in the red zone but <laughs> I think they're gonna do they're gonna make better plays down there and just try to fix their falls down there and I and I think they're the best team out of AFC so I'm going with the two best teams Eagles and Bills and then we're gonna have a war between here and Buffalo yeah and- I was gonna say uh, I can't imagine the uh, the country infrastructure lasting through an Eagles Bills Super Bowl and obviously. <laughs> Uh, one or both cities are getting burned down, win or lose. So, thank God um, the actual Super Bowl's in Arizona, so it's far away from if that were to happen, which Eagles probably just lose in the first round and we'll probably be all sad and cry. So, I have to be a little there's pessimist the pessimist, Maz. I have to, I'm not allowed to be happy. I could not be happy. I was happy for one second after we got the bye, and I'm still happy, but I'm not in the back of my mind. If it doesn't irk there, we're not doing anything. I have to keep that there, I have to keep that, which every Philly fan has. You just have to keep it there. It has to stay there. Stop waiting. I don't want to lose in the first round, Stop man. waiting to disappoint yourself and just watch and enjoy the season regardless no. of what happens. No. Win, win or lose this year, the Eagles have an incredible roster. As I just want to point that out and leave that out there. Thanks, they man. are going to be a good team for years to come regardless of the outcome of this season. And we have a lot to look forward to as Eagles fans. I have nothing to look forward to unless we win the Super Bowl <laughs> this year. That's all I can think about. That's all I can think about right now. That's all I want to see. <laughs> I know we hey, went well, longer than we wanted to in this podcast, but yeah, well, you know, we, it's the Eagles had they they deserve it. You know, they they've done a great job this year, um, and they've proven in every way that they are the team to beat in the Super Bowl this year, and. And we're gonna have to see if you know they can they can make that uh, a reality. Yeah, and then next week, I mean, obviously not playing this week. We'll get into more of the matchups and our concerns overall in the playoffs slash who we're playing next week. Um, so I know they're not playing anyone this week. Have a good bye week. Hopefully everyone gets healthy. Um, yes, sir. That's the big. That's the big thing. Everybody's got to get healthy. Yeah, I'm just, just just be healthy, and we're good. Yes, sir. So thank you guys for tuning in. This has been another good episode, and like Masley said, we'll be back next week talking about our matchup after the wild card weekend is over, uh, what we want to see from the team, and what our expectations are moving forward. So once again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I am Matt Mitchell, and this is Stephen Masley, and we will be back again next week, hopefully um, with a uh, favorable matchup. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. All right. Peace out. All right. Go Birds. Peace.